0: We're talking about things that you should not do. A lot of times you want to have goals in mind for how you're going to accomplish things, but you've got to have some drop dead directions for yourself so you don't make mistakes. And that's what we're talking about today on Flipping Genius. If you buy and sell vehicles for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. Our number one goal is to help our listeners make more money. Every episode, we share information, ideas, and experiences of real-life car flippers. I'm Randy Lee. I'm the host of Flipping Genius. I've flipped cars most of my life. For over a dozen years now, I've been a licensed dealer. I am working to build the best podcast about successfully flipping cars for a consistent profit. Let's get to it, flippers. Okay, we're talking about... What you shouldn't do. One of the first things I thought of is you shouldn't project too optimistic of a selling price. Um, when I when I calculate my selling price, uh, my estimated selling price of a vehicle, I usually use Kelly Blue Book. Kelly Blue Book is what I find more of my uh, buyers, my uh, ultimate buyers, use. And also when I when I buy uh, from individuals, they tend to also look at kelly blue book so that that seems to be the most universal tool um and i look at kelly blue book Book, private party fair price to good price that's usually where i think i'll wind up at um there's only been a couple times in all the years that i've been doing uh vehicles that i've sold a vehicle for retail so that's not something i usually look at so be realistic in in what you ultimately will sell that vehicle for when i'm making a purchase, whether it be at auction or from an individual or from a wholesaler, I take a look at the vehicle um, and judge what I believe that I'll sell that vehicle for. Generally, I'm using private party, fair price, uh, because I want to be um, conservative. And for instance, if I have a vehicle that I believe private party fair to good price is going to be about $4,200 and you know when I when I sell it, um, I want to make about 1500 bucks on that vehicle so that brings me back to $2,700 let's say I I guesstimate that we'll have to put about $700 in repairs into that vehicle to get it there. Now I'm down to $2,000 and then I throw another 200 bucks in for overhead costs that's $1,800 Um, When I pull, let's say $600 in uh, selling fees at an auction, that leaves me $1,200 that I can buy that vehicle for. That may seem crazy cheap to you, but that's the number that is rock solid in my mind if I'm at auction to buy that vehicle. Now, if I'm buying that vehicle from an individual, that $600 I just talked about, I don't have to throw away on, uh, on buying fees so I can go... Uh, to the eighteen hundred dollars, and if that's in my mind, that is the number i I use when i'm I'm making that purchase. I stick to that number like glue uh, I don't get off of that unless something else comes up like I notice maybe the vehicle's got some special features that I think I can get another hundred or two hundred dollars for it. I may make some uh, changes that way, so do not be too optimistic when you're estimating your selling price. Uh, Number two, um, do not buy with your heart, buy with your head. And this can go a lot of different ways. Um, The thing that pops in my head right away is, for me, is the vehicles I like to buy for myself um, are not necessarily the vehicles that people will want to buy. Now, that that vehicle could look totally different for you, so I'm not even going to talk about what it looks like for me because that could confuse you. So don't make the decision based on what you want. Based, based the, the, the decision based on what you know your your uh, buyers want. Um, and that could that could be different in California than it is in, uh, in Colorado. It could be different in Colorado than it is in England. And it could be different in England than it is, is in Australia. It could, you know, you get the point. Wherever you're at, the vehicles that are in demand are are different and the price range is different but use your head and if you don't know the answer to what people want and what will sell uh do a little homework uh for me that would just be looking mostly at at facebook marketplace at this point today is august 23rd 2022 the reason i mentioned that is because if I was talking to you on August 23rd, 2012, it would be a whole different place that I would be looking at to to, to buy and sell vehicles. Um, and I suspect 10 years from now, that place will be different. So um, look at the tools around you and how you're going to buy and sell and see what's buying and selling and what it sells for uh, before you make your decisions. But make your decision, your buying decision with your heart, with your head, not your heart. <laughs> um and and also number three do not allow your ego to enter the the fray um what i mean by this is especially especially if you are at a a car auction this is something that can come up or even if you just have an auction right there at your desk like uh uh, a, a silent basically a silent auction where you're you're purchasing online uh don't let the fact that that other people are willing to bid more for a vehicle affect you um and and it's probably more ego is probably gonna kind of come in and play more when you're standing in the lane next to somebody else or maybe you've got more than one person interested in a vehicle you're in you're competing with somebody else uh for to, to purchase a vehicle um use your number use your number and, and if somebody uh, that vehicle that sample vehicle i mentioned earlier if they think it's worth $2,500, let them pay $2,500, whether it be at an auction or wherever. If it doesn't make sense to you, don't pay that. So it's not just your head that gets in the way. It's your ego that can get in the way, too. You know you can afford it. Sure, you can afford another $700, but you're not there to prove anything. You're there to make money. Um, Next thing. Uh, next thing, number four. Number four. Do not. Buy blind unless unless i got a caveat unless you buy cheap Uh, i've bought a lot of vehicles this year from from a a source an auction source where i only get to hear the engine run for 10 seconds i can go look at the vehicles uh pre pre pre-auction but i can't drive them and i can get very very little information out of them so i've got to buy these vehicles cheap in order for me to make money so don't don't buy blind, unless you can buy cheap. I mean, the fact is, if if you can buy a vehicle in a situation where if you get it at that price, you almost can't lose. Then it's okay. Um, almost can't lose. Be careful with that one. And 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 when you do lose, if the the loss is not so great that it damages you uh, financially then go ahead. And that's what I do. That's exactly how I do it. But uh, if you can, try not to buy blind, uh, ever. But if, if, in in many situations, you're going to have to go in and make a decision quickly, make sure you make a, a smart decision. Number two, with your head, not your heart. Um, number five, <laughs> do not believe anyone <laughs> until they prove believable. Uh I, I have an a, a, a unusual uh, um, handicap about me in that I do believe people. I trust people. I say it's unusual because we're in the car business, and, you know, a lot of people in the car business tend to be thought of as not above board or honest. But the fact is, I don't think we're any more so than the real estate business, the insurance business, People people in business. There are some people out there that are not trustworthy. This is just our whatever business you are you're in. So do not automatically believe what people say. But when they do, when they when they are honest, then build relationships. So my my advice here is do not believe anyone until they prove believable and then build relationships with them because. It makes life so much easier when you can trust people and when you can do business with people that you you like. Um, Number six. Number six is (laughs) do not exaggerate your abilities um, to yourself or to anyone else. I'll tell you what, that gets you in trouble, doesn't it? You know, if you if you tell people you can do something or you have done something or you know something that you don't know, I'll tell you that that is just a, a recipe for disaster uh be true to yourself and and be true to anyone else that you're doing business with don't ex- exaggerate what you can do or what you have done uh because it'll get you in trouble it just will And and uh if you i'll tell you what if you've got questions about any of these things if you want further elaboration on these things or if you've got uh uh if you got an argument you want to make with me, uh feel free to. You can reach out to me at flippingquestions at gmail dot com. Or when you're on the car flipping forum, and if you're not a member yet, please join. It's free to join. F-R-E-E, free to join. Just search flipping genius at Yahoo at 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 Facebook groups, I'm sorry, at Facebook groups, and you'll find us there. And and pose the question uh to any of these things there or Or a comment we we'd love to hear from you, man. Um, We're gonna take a little break right now. When we get back we're gonna go through number 7 through 12 of the 12 things to not do when flipping cars be right back. All right, we are back 12 things 12 things to not do when flipping cars and number 7. It might sound a little bit like number (laughs) 6, and I suppose it could be but it's just flat out. Do not lie to your buyers. Do not lie to your buyers. Do not lie to yourself either way. I think that was what the last one was, really. But don't lie to your buyers. Remember, uh, remember what, what what mom used to say? Dad used to say, do business so that you don't have to worry who's up on the next aisle at the grocery store. And I'll tell you that is that is exactly it. And and also just tell the truth so you don't have to remember what you said. That's what my mom used to say. And and that is so true. Uh when you lie you 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 just put all kind of pressure on yourself there is no need to lie and i i I think i'm going to probably cover the same thing two or three times in this list from different angles but it's so so important that you just be honest with your buyers uh tell them the truth there's no need to lie about things let the people make the decision and they're going to come back and they're going to refer people to you so do not lie to your buyers number eight Number eight: Do not take shortcuts that can jeopardize your buyer's safety. This is a huge one. Um, I've talked about before that I I, I rely exclusively on the, the the professionals at Dennis Johnson Auto Repair in Madison, Alabama, and my good friend Gary, uh, who's been on the uh, I think the podcast back in episode twenty four, I believe. Uh, he gives me so much direction and insight as to what we need to do to the vehicles to make them safe and sellable the price range that i'm in that's what i try to do now i'll be straight up that there are vehicles that i don't fix everything on but when that's the case i do what i just told you i do i do not lie to my buyers i tell them exactly what we have and if this vehicle needs these repairs we tell them up front Um, Sometimes I'll take a vehicle like that and just run it back through the auction because I'd rather not uh, jeopardize anybody's uh, safety, but at the same time, if I've got a vehicle and I tell you what's wrong with it, and I only sell it to you because you are somebody who can repair it, I don't don't really think I'm hurting anybody. But the key is, uh, if you're fixing the car to sell to the general public, do not take shortcuts that can jeopardize your buyer's safety. you want to sleep at night right and you want to not worry about the next aisle at the grocery store and all that stuff so um don't don't take shortcuts there i do take shortcuts i do take shortcuts on uh, cosmetic repairs um all the time you know but but the fact is that, that people can see what i did i'm just trying to hold my costs down when when that is is possible um so number eight do not take shortcuts with that will jeopardize that could jeopardize your buyer safety. Number nine, do not hesitate <laughs> to use full disclosure. Now these uh, these all sound like the same thing. They really aren't. They really aren't. When you when you price it right, honesty is always in your favor. I I can think of uh, uh, actually a vehicle I sold last week. It's exactly why it sold last week is because. I disclosed everything to the point where we actually took a look at at what uh, uh, Dennis and, and Gary had written on their report after they did a couple repairs or some things that that were still uh, possible concerns with the vehicle. We went over line by line what those things were. Um, I went around and showed them things that I'd found in the vehicle that they were not going to find that they were aware of. and. As it turned out, when they bought the vehicle, they told me they'd been looking for three or four months. Um, was my the mine the best vehicle that they had seen in three or four months in that price range? It could have been because I I try to price them right. But the thing that they said is that I was the first person that had told them everything I knew about the vehicle before they bought it, and that was that was pretty fun. It's fun to to be the person that they trust. It it does. I I feel uh, I feel. Uh, a degree of responsibility that uh that I I worry about a little bit I pray over, over about it later uh, honestly because it's it's um, out of my control when they when they take possession of the vehicle it's a used car and I want it to be right but but I don't feel bad about anything I haven't disclosed I've disclosed everything I know so do not hesitate to use full disclosure because when you price it right honesty is on your side Number 10, drum roll. <laughs> Do not give in to the buyer or the seller's sob stories. Now this is a this is another one, uh, you know, talking about the heart and the head. I suppose it's going back to, to making decisions with your heart. I so often somebody's gonna come to you and they're gonna tell you about their situation and you wanna help. Um, and I'm not gonna tell you to never ever help. Because I and I can't say that I've never ever helped, um, but you've got to look at your business interests. You've got to take care of you. You just do, and if you can do both, if you can if you can help yourself and help them at the same time, that's great. But uh, as I said back 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 back, and and number five is do not believe anyone. Unfortunately, you can't believe everything you hear. Um and, and that goes for buyers and sellers. They're 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 selling a the vehicle. Verify it uh before you, you make your decisions on that. And if you're making a sale, be very cautious as to what you believe, but make your decisions based on your business, not theirs. That's 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 not you haven't been called to this as a general basis uh to to do charity work. That's not what, what car flipping is. Um, do the best you can for everybody involved, but don't give in to the buyers or the sellers' sob stories. Sorry, don't mean to be, don't mean to be the Grinch, but that's just the truth. Number eleven, and <laughs> this is probably going to make some of you mad, but this is—I find this to be very true. Do not insist on making the maximum every single time. And and that's you know, this is a big one. If, if you've got those numbers, like we go back to the numbers, I had $4,200 on that sample vehicle that I was talking through about earlier. If $4,200 is my goal, that doesn't mean I'm going to walk away from deals at 3,700 or 3,800. Because I'm still making a fair amount of money. And if I can get the cash and walk away in four or five days and move on to the next deal, That is better for me than hanging on to that vehicle for another three weeks, another three months. Sometimes it can take that long to get to that number that you have in your mind. And sometimes, frankly, you're just wrong with that number. It, 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 we're not infallible. And there's other times where you just feel like you left a little money on the table because somebody brings you that 4,200 and boom, it's out the door and you're thinking, oh man, I bet I could have got 4,800 or 5,200. But don't worry about it because if you've got the money in your hand and you know how to do everything we talk about, the next deal is gonna help you get that money that maybe you maybe you left on the table here. So don't insist on making that maximum every single time. Uh, get ready to move on to the next deal. We've got one more left. We'll drink a Kinkapoo Joy juice. And I'm gonna jump in. I'm not gonna throw an advertisement at you. You knew, you knew, I know you think I was gonna tell another advertisement to you. But number 12 is a special one for me, and it's mostly just just for me. Before I tell you though, I'm gonna invite you to save us as a favorite. Please subscribe to the Flipping Genius YouTube channel. Every episode these days is available in audio and video, audio, any place where you listen video on the flipping genius youtube channel Just search flipping genius on youtube and please subscribe so you don't miss any tell your friends about us give us a five-star review any place you can if you have any questions or input you can email me at flipping questions at or join the car flipping forum and become a member there and share us some information also if you would consider becoming a car flipping partner or or a Flipping Genius uh, a team member, or a Flipping Genius champion, just go to FlippingGenius.com, just one dot com, and join us on there. You can help the program, and also we will partner with you to the degree that you partner with us and help you make more money because that's the number one goal of the podcast. Number 12, number 12 do not rely on a giant oak tree to stop your Cadillac. (laughs) Now this one might not come up for you, but it came up for me on a a flip a long, long, long time ago, before most of you were even born. I I had a 1966 two-tone, might've been three-tone, Cadillac Coupe de Ville, and that old girl, was running, but she didn't have any brakes. And I was bringing it home one night, uh, early, early in the morning, uh, late, late in the evening, about three o'clock in the morning. And I knew all the turns all the way home through Toledo, Ohio, where I lived at the time. I knew where every every gas station that was on a corner, where you could cut across. I knew where the the, the curbs were that would stop you from cutting across. I knew where the traffic was at three in the morning because I was all uh, three in the morning a lot back then. And I knew that ultimately, since I had no brakes on my old caddy, that I just wanted to make it home so I could stop behind my house and run into this giant oak tree. And that was my goal. That was the game plan for that night. And it worked. It worked. I made it home. I stopped the old caddy and I it didn't it didn't even hurt the thing I I rolled it up the driveway and by the time I got back to that oak tree I was going just slow enough that it it stopped the car of course there were no airbags on 66 caddies but I recommend that you don't do that don't don't rely on a giant oak tree to stop your Cadillac or Chevrolet or Hugo or anything else you're flipping (laughs) so that's number 12 hey I appreciate you listening in. I hope this helped you make some money. It helped you not lose some money. But those are 12 things to not do when you're flipping cars. I look forward to you hearing from you this week on the Car Flipping Forum. Share anything you've got. If you've got some suggestions for future episodes, I'd love to hear them. Hey, thanks for listening. Let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.